Now try this, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. Yeah. I'm Marcus, and that's Nick. Hello, I am the aforementioned Nick, and I co-host this podcast of Trying Things with Marcus. And this week we have tried something. Uh, and every week we try a different thing. And Easy. last week we Beautiful. tried one of Marcus's things. In the week before that, we tried one of your things. What? Who am I talking to? You, the fans. That's right. Patreon.com slash now try this cast where you can make submissions, vote on said submissions, join our discord, just become our friend because you will be helping us defray the cost of this podcast and we really love it and appreciate it. Or you can leave us reviews or any of that other good stuff. But honestly, Marcus, I'm just here to hang. I'm just here to hang out, have a good time. Yeah. Talk about things that I love because this week was my challenge and I gave you a Guardians of the a Galaxy of Volume 3. That's what uh, we are here to talk about today. But before going into that, Marcus, I have a very important question to ask you. What question do you have? If you could go into the future, okay. what would you bring back with you? I would, if I could go into the future... And I guess it would back. it would be heavily dependent on what they had in the future, but it depending Marcus, on how far I went. That's why that's the if that's they had the, a that cure, is the thought of experiment of the question. What look, do you think they cured, they'll have and that you think is important? If they cure death, bring that back. Okay. If they cure can a like cancer, any big major diseases, bring that back. You cannot bring anything that will change civilization or make you rich. What do you bring back? That's boring. Now you think about it. Jesus Christ. Okay, you know what? I try to do <laughs> no, something okay, no, different. No, 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 I'm no, trying to try you know, something back, new. I'll bring back a letter from a future self. And then give then I'll go back to the past from the beyond no. the moment that I came from. And I would give that letter to that version of myself and then try to change. Then my you present. would have to die. Yeah, that's okay. Because of how time paradoxes mm -hmm. work, you would be dead. hundred percent. But I would that's be alive boring. and be better than ever. Because I would oh, have a but note you're from also the one of the people self. who would put your brain into a new body. Oh, easy. Easy peasy. That's wrong. Easy That's not peasy. you. That's a copy of you. You're dead. All you are is your brain. No, and if all your brain you are goes somewhere you. else, it's you still. Your brain is a part of you. If you took your brain out and put it somewhere else, sure. But that's impossible. You would let me copy your brain and put it into a different brain. That's not your brain anymore. It's a copy of your brain. Copy's just as good as the original, baby. <laughs> when? Give me one example of when the copy has been as good as the original. You're right. The copy's Everybody... better, actually. You're right. Copy's better. The copy is better. Give me one example of the copy being better. Robocop. Damn. That guy was just a lame-ass regular person, and then he became a cool-ass robot who got a statue in Detroit. Damn. I've been foiled. All right, fine. <laughs> you win the thought experiment this time. That's all Thank I had you. for you. Thank you. Marcus, have you been trying anything new? Nick, I have been trying something new. No um, Tell me about it. <laughs> I've Tell been about a sweetly. watching. Tell me about a sweetly in my ears. Okay. I'm sorry. You took too long to start this podcast. Now I'm all like amped up on improv energy. Tell me sweetly in my ears about Nick, what you have been trying. I've been watching Ooh. a lot of AI edits of songs, AI covers of songs. So it's like, I don't know if you've seen this, but they'll have like Vegeta singing 
uh, Ed Sheeran song or they'll have like SpongeBob singing Panic at the Disco or they have like, you know, like that kind of vibe is is kind of what I'm looking what I'm watching. And it's fantastic. And I love it. And it's the best. And I can't help myself. I'm sorry, because I've stopped listening to you. And I've started listening to this. I can't hear anything. You got to raise it a lot more. It's all the way. I can't hear it. Oh, yeah. Did you play it? Yeah, I can't hear it. Hold on. Let's see if I can. Uh, wait, I want to I capture audio. My audio is picking it up. I can't hear it. Yeah, well, it either way. That, Sharon. Anyway. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is one. I'm going to put it on screen. Okay. Oh, I can't hear that one. That I highly recommend. I can't. No one can hear it. If it makes you feel better. <laughs> I want you guys to know we're 15 minutes late because Marcus was pulling this up. <laughs> I didn't here, here, here. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. no. I'll, I'll, oh, no. I deleted Nick. Oh, no. There you are. <laughs> Oh God! Honestly, I don't great. know. How, I feel like I don't know how to use this program at all. Ad source. Let's see if I can do this. Mark. Okay. No, keep going. Keep talking. I'm gonna play this video. Whoa! And I you're gonna talk. talk. No. Do you want me to talk or play your video? I no. can't do. Marcus, would you like me to talk or would you like to play the video? You can talk. Why would I talk while you play, Marcus? You are at. You are doing ads on. No, look. It's <laughs> tiny. It's so tiny. You can't even see it. Look at that. <laughs> It's so tiny. Uh, you can't even can see I be, it. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to be a streamer here full time on Twitch. It's crazy to me with the top streamers, what they do, because they're just like sitting there, just like eating lunch, cleaning their room, like checking their texts. The other I know, day, it's I saw, crazy. I saw a, tw- a clip of Ludwig talking to Amaranth while Amaranth was doing ASMR videos. And Ludwig was like, are you straight up watching Netflix right now as you do this ASMR? And she's like, and she's yeah. on the mic. And I'm just like, crazy. That's Super amazing. Crazy. Good for them. It's fucking amazing. Good for them. But it's just wild. Um, are on. you playing something or? Okay, there it is. It's it's playing on the stream. So you have to listen to it. I'm going to lower it. Okay, stop talking. I can listen to it. Can you hear it? First of all, I don't have the audio for it. It'll be on the stream. It's just secondly, low in the background. <laughs> yeah, just leave it. Just leave it there. Um, is that supposed to be Homer? Yeah, that sounds so, like Homer. It's, it doesn't sound like American Homer. It sounds like Spanish Homer. 
You just blew my mind. I've my, you just blew my mind so much. You just fucking blew my mind over there. It's on the wall. Okay. Egg on my face here. So okay. in America, Sorry. I feel like uh, we've been having a lot of AI cover songs. You started with like Biden, Obama, Trump. Moved on to like Vegeta, Goku, SpongeBob, Mordecai, like those popular cartoons. But in in I'm on Spanish TikTok also. Did you just say Mordecai? Mordecai from um, Rigby and Mordecai, you know, the, the the show about the two guys who are working a summer job and there's a gumball guy. What are you? Are, the, are the you show having with a the stroke? Bird, the show with the giant bird and the Mordecai and Rigby. God, why am I blanking on the name? This is how anxiety gives you memory loss. Mordecai, are you? Is this a Mordecai, Mordecai and Ruby? What is this? Oh, that's the regular show, right? Regular show, yes. Thank you. I don't watch the regular show. Only the idiots watch the regular show. Not me. And the younger generation <laughs> watched of, it, of idiot of idiots. But on Spanish TikTok, there's a bunch of Homer edits, Homer Simpson singing in AI, and honestly, every one of the covers is just like so powerful you hear it and you're like oh my god this is just like incredible he's got that like raspy great voice i think homer spanish homer simpson is the next big music star i'm calling it now <laughs> marcus i am i really do think besides maybe darren i am your biggest fan my dude <laughs> I am your biggest advocate. I I sing your praises about how funny you are, how great you are to work with, how a wonderful friend you are, how like how how you know you you just have an insight unlike anyone I've ever met and an ability to be jovial in the eyes of defeat more than I've ever seen anybody. And uh, hilarious, legitimately, I think you could be a writer, content creator way more than you are right now. And Marcus I don't get you right now. And that's why there's this just lack. There's this distance between us sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> what just to really, just about? really what get distance? deep on the podcast. I just feel like sometimes there's just this distance, right? Because when I'm sitting alone in the dark, listening to Homer Simpson AI covers at full volume, and you're not understanding the like reason why I'm crying and like you can't see the depths in which my soul reaches like that's the gap you misunderstand me Marcus I understand that part the thing I don't understand is why you would waste everyone's time to talk about it now <laughs> because you asked if I try something new <laughs> Oh, it's your fault. Oh, it's my fault. It's your fault. Yeah. The new thing I'm trying is going into my closet and crying and listening to Homer Simpson AI covers. That is the Somehow, new thing I tried. It's your maybe fault it's, for us. Maybe right now it's a Homer cover, but that's not a new thing for you. Going into closet and crying? No. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing, Marcus. I am sure out of the dozens of listeners we have, one of them might look at a TikTok 
of Homer now. Okay, uh, look, uh, here's Bravo. my counterpoint. Point, counterpoint. Point, counterpoint. Counterpoint. No one's stopping you. It's half your show. <laughs> we are top rated <laughs> podcast in Argentina. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> you got the notification that I did too. Yeah, you're right. We're one of the top yeah. podcasts in Argentina. Okay. So, right. okay. Argentinians listening. You're just playing to the audience. Gracias por todos. And also, <laughs> I, am, I too am watching Homer Simpson on TikTok. I didn't expect you to bust out the Spanish. That was very funny. All right, fine. <laughs> you take it back. You are the funniest man I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have nothing to say. Can we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy now? <laughs> yeah. Why did you give me Guardians of the Galaxy? Okay, Marcus, I have always liked Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think I share an opinion with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 that most people have. That's fine. Some really fun, interesting, inventive parts. But overall, I think it got a little awash in some of its themes. It got a little heavy under its weight. It got the ball got a little away from the mouse, you know, is how I feel about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Marvel in general, general, love Marvel. This season of Marvel, everyone agrees, it's not like the last seasons of Marvel. Whether you like the stuff, whether you don't like the stuff, you know, from Eternals to Love and Thunder to Quantumania, there have been ones that have been on the lower tier of the Marvel tier lists, right? Mm -hmm. And there have been a No Way Home. I like Multiverse of Madness, but overall... Uh, people have been saying we're on the downswing and i don't have i don't have enough reasons to refute that claim right but i'm still gonna watch every movie i still am enjoying myself i'm still watching tv shows oh i think the tv shows are also big uh deluge mm -hmm. of that it, it's mm -hmm. been diluting the things because overall like things like miss marvel great concept great lead character fun time but overall the show wasn't it wasn't as strong as it should be but yeah so I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy like I see every Marvel movie on a random weekend. Didn't rush to see it because that's not how I've been feeling lately. I saw it and I said, oh, wow, I haven't had that much fun in a Marvel movie, in a superhero movie for a good long time. And it wasn't because of nostalgia. It wasn't because of a connected universe, right? It wasn't yeah. because of my comic book brain. Like, I like Multiverse of Madness because of my comic book brain. Like, oh, look at all these comic book things. I like No Way Home because of the nostalgia. Perfect bomb of nostalgia is what that movie is. I love Endgame and Infinity War. That's a collection of 10 years of Marvel movies, right? This movie had none of that. A simple trilogy, characters that we don't know. I'm not too, I'm not from, I don't love these comics. I don't love these characters. And I walked away being so glad I watched it and ready to watch it again. Because wow. I just thought, wow, that was a well-crafted movie. And I just got to give respect to the name of James Gunn and everyone involved because that felt that felt like a Marvel movie from five years ago. That did not feel like a Marvel movie right now. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people that like to say they're on the way out. They're on their way back. I think there's going to be good movies. There's going to mm -hmm. be bad movies. But wow, that was a good, good Marvel movie on the verge of great. 
And I don't think it's the best one ever. Like, yeah. you know, Black Panther is like a super important moment in time and like Endgame. That's never going to happen again on that level like that. Right. But like really, really good Marvel movie. Really good movie. Yeah. Is what yeah. it is, is why I gave this to you as a challenge, because we always love all the Marvel movies. But this was like an interesting, good movie and i wanted to talk to you about that like finishing the trilogy james gunn's trajectory as a creator you know we know james gunn from way back and mm-hmm. this is the where we've gotten and i'm just like astounded yeah and, true. and i wanted to talk to you about it yeah i mean uh look speaking of visionaries i don't want to pat myself on the back but jesus christ look that i that homer simpson ai video oh, i just showed you let me cut it out <laughs> let me cut it out I will cut it out. Look, I get obsessed about random things on the internet I see, and I have been this way for a long time. This is true. Let's bring it back to James Gunn. In college, I was obsessed with the Human Z video. Yeah. (laughs) And I made you watch it, and you had a similar reaction to to what you just, the reaction you just had to the Homer Simpson video, where you didn't appreciate it. And then I came around. Yeah. And then you came around to it. Okay. And yeah. now, years later, who was right? Who was right? Who was right? I was right. Oh, my okay. God. And so in 10 years from now, when we get an AI Homer Simpson directed vid- movie. <laughs> Marcus, you're not responsible for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, okay? <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I saw something in him. I saw something in him, and I had faith. And I had faith. For those who don't know, because... Uh, we got to remember this isn't just us talking. Human Z was a early internet sketch short film video thing that James Gunn did way back when, when he was just starting out, when he was just doing little short videos with his friends to make jokes. And it just was like, it's like the earliest, purest form of James Gunn, where he's just like, I have this one joke and I'm going to make a short little thing about it. Yeah. Uh, and he has tons of things like that all over mm-hmm. the internet. But it's like, so interesting to see his progression right because we've been there oh, since yeah. like his little sketch video yeah. days right yeah it's it's incredible to see an artist grow up i feel like we're seeing that more and more now that we're sort of like in this digital age because yeah. in those early days of the internet a lot of people were like putting anything they could online especially if you had access and you were looking to direct or to make films everyone was uploading everything and then, you know, you get to see them go on to direct huge, big budget movies. Now, it's the yeah. same. You're gonna, I think we're going to continue to see more and more of that. People with small little YouTube shorts that they're filming, you know, and then going on to direct big movies. Yeah, 100%. I, um, I don't like long to be famous or anything, but I do. If I do find any kind of notoriety in my career, uh, I think it will be fun for people to go back and watch a lot of the really shitty things I've put out on the internet. <laughs> I think that'll be very fun for some people to see at some point. Wow. He really thought this was it. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I really did. I really <laughs> did. think that. I really, um, was, I, mean, I was point, trying my hardest. There. At any point in anyone's life, like that's, that's what it is. You're trying, yeah. you're just having fun and you're learning. But yeah, this movie crazy. The third movie, we got a little holiday special in there, which, so smart. I think that they yeah. did a little holiday special. And the respect so for the holiday special is canon, too. I thought it was great. Yeah. Like, they immediately referenced stuff that happened in the holiday special. And if you didn't yeah. watch it, you're going to be lost, which is unexpected. I, I didn't think he was going to do that. Yeah. I mean, they, like, 
took care of it with two or three lines and then just a little bit of suspension of disbelief, right? Like knowing you're at nowhere and knowing mm-hmm. Mantis is his sister. I mean, those are like taking care of, but I agree. It was like really cool to see that Marvel really is meaning what they're saying about things mattering. I mean, yeah. Miss Marvel is about to be in the next Marvel's movie. Like they are like the only one where it's like, well, you messed up there is obviously like the Scarlet Witch thing, but that yeah. was like COVID and timing, right? Yeah. I've been watching Elizabeth Olsen interviews with her new show and she's been like, yeah, Marvel multiverse madness people they didn't see wandavision so when they like asked yeah. me to do the same thing again i had to be like okay well how do i do it a little different then you know so it's yeah. like i guess that's a really fair criticism when people say that because that was very true yeah you know what was your opinion of gardens galaxy before marvel oh movies great questions and then i would love to hear yours almost nil i gardens of the galaxy so Etymology wise, Guardians of the Galaxy is from 1969. It's a far flung alternate universe of the Marvel universe in like the year 3000. These these random cosmic characters that nobody ever cared about. No one. And we really still don't need to care about them. But then Annihilation happened in the 2010s. And that was like the big revamp of cosmic stuff in Marvel. And at the time I was reading pretty heavy Marvel stuff. So I read some of it. A good chunk, and still not all of it. I wasn't a big cosmic guy, but I read a good chunk. And then out of that sprang the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I knew of them. I knew of the characters. I don't think I read that first Guardians of the Galaxy value, volume, maybe an issue or two. Yeah. So, but I knew of them. I knew like what was going on there. And then and that was it before the movie came out. That was that was pretty much it. Hmm. You? I read Annihilation Wave. And then I continued just I read all of Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah. up until the stuff with the Cancerverse or, you know, the yeah. devil universe where everyone is like, you know, possessed or whatever. Yeah, I read all of that. And then Star Lord like died. And then that was like the end of it because they were mm-hmm. like space stuff like ramped up with Annihilation Wave. But ever since Annihilation Wave ended, the space stuff was kind of like sizzling. It, it had like a hot moment with guard, the starting of the new Guardians Galaxy and all that stuff. And then it just kind of tapered off for a yeah. while to be just and it's now it's just it, it turned into just like another wing of the Marvel Universe. Nothing yes. super special. Just yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. once he died, I was like, wow, that was a great ending to that whole thing, uh, whatever. And then the movies came out and then they brought back Peter Quill in the Obviously in the comic books too and they never really like explained it well they kind of yeah. like shoot it away and it was like oh he's back because of like magic and you're like okay cool, yeah. i guess one well, and, and kind of let it just morph into what the movies are yeah the and then slowly yeah. over time he just became the movie version of peter yeah. quill which is which you know is it's an interesting relationship that the comic books have with the movies where like they're kind of feeding off of one another in the way that is like I get it. You want synergy. You want people to go watch the movie, then go read the comic books and see the same characters. But like it feels like they are undoing years and years of history sometimes because it's like the characters in the comic books aren't in that point in their life anymore because we've watched them grow over decades. And so now they're just in completely different places, but you're putting them back to square one. So you're undoing all these years and years of like growth and, and development sometimes not with every single character yeah sometimes it's the other way right like i I would say thor is like that right like thor was stuck in just a 
stupid, he spoke weird kind of thing. And he had some interesting things over the years. But I, I actually think the, the movies reinvigorated him as a comic book person. You know, like if you read stuff pre the Thor movies coming out and or the Marvel Universe starting in post Crimson Hemsworth, it's I, I like it better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but but every but, you know, every character has its own story about that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 So it, it's di- different based on different characters. But I feel like yeah. sometimes it does end you putting uh, end up with you back in square one. And the yeah. interesting thing, too costumes it's funny because in the guardians of the galaxy they start off with these like the uniforms that they have in the comic books they have uniforms and then they end up putting on their comic book their movie costumes in the comic book basically yeah they start so yeah the comic in the comic book they had the uniforms and the movie they had what they're wearing and then the comic books turn into what they're wearing in the movies but now at the end of volume three, they're wearing the original comic book looks. So it's like full circle yeah, kind of just thing. switched entirely. And which weird. is very funny and very James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so interesting that they let him and he picked this property because it's it's really fresh. I mean, Annihilation Wave happened not even 10 years before that movie came out. Like Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty not well known. It was pretty obscure part of the Marvel Universe, you know. I mean, they've tried to do this again with like Eternals and some other stuff and it hasn't worked. But like, wow, what a perfect thing to do. Take mm-hmm. somebody who has some vision, take some characters who they almost have free reign to do anything with. He could have yeah. killed every single one of these Guardians in that first movie and no one would have been mad like yeah. at Marvel or anything or the yeah. studio, you know? Yeah. If and anything, it- he like created a franchise right and yeah and if this that what james guns has done with guardians of the galaxy is dead in marvel in the marvel cinematic universe right that attitude of like this is new this is fresh let's get a little crazy let's grab these characters that no one really cares about right now and like let's make people care about them when marvel started like iron man was one of the worst selling comic books like iron man sucked ass the avengers sucked ass like no one cared about them and it was that's why they weren't sold right marvel sold spider-man and Mm -hmm. uh, x-men and all the other things exactly and the avengers were they couldn't sell them yes it's the only reason they had them left exactly they sold the movie rights to all their popular characters they couldn't sell the avengers right (laughs) so like that's the main reason we got Avengers movies first because they had the rights to all of them because no one fucking wanted them. And so like to take those characters, to make everyone care about them, to make them popular in the comic books again, like that took innovation that took like, even though you look back and maybe like the Marvel movies, early Marvel movies are formulaic or whatever like that. It's that's kind of fine because at least they were like trying something, right? Like they tried something there. It was new. They tried to make a new formula. Exactly. But now, whenever they introduce new characters, it doesn't feel like they're taking a risk in any way whatsoever. It feels like they're like, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not why I liked them. Yeah. And and they're not like growing with their audience, right? Like Marvel movies haven't changed much since they started. And that's not like it's not like they're getting worse. If you look around the Internet, a lot of the discourse is like, oh, Marvel movies suck now. And it's they don't yeah. suck now. They're just the same. And you've grown. And yeah. Marvel movies have it grown with you. And that's unfortunate. And yeah. hopefully ticket sales, if they continue to do poorly, maybe that'll show and they'll learn a lesson and we'll start making better movies. 
but I think they definitely have some growing to do. And it was kind of nice to see that this movie was different than all the other ones. I love that you said that. I think that's so smart because Ant-Man 3, it's not worse than Ant-Man 1 or 2. It's just we're now at the third and we're ready for more. We're ready for something different, you know? Even like the Doctor Strange movie. I mean, not everyone loved it, but like it was just another one of these movies. It, It just didn't do something different and something new and something interesting, which is every time when we do get something just a little bit new and interesting, we like really like get a hard on for Marvel. <laughs> like when no way home happened and they brought, and that yeah. was like a different thing to do. We were like, Oh my God. And it's like, well, it's like it wasn't a pretty that obvious crazy. Small it was thing. just yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Appealing I mean, technically to I guess our... X-Men days of future past already did that. Yeah. hundred percent. But I mean, look but, at um, you know. into the spider verse. I know that's not into MCU, but like yeah. in, it's comic book movie. It's innovative. Yeah. It's new. Yeah. It's fresh. It has a unique take. Like there's, there's yeah. comic book movies aren't dead. It's just, your attitude towards them or studios attitudes towards them has to change. That's so well said. Completely agree. And getting into Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I think I think the reason this one felt so refreshing is because it did feel like a sequel. Yeah. And I and not in the bad sense, in a good sense, like mm-hmm. it, James Gunn was trying to finish what he started. It felt like he was like, OK, this is my last Marvel movie. I almost didn't make this movie. I actively got fired from making this movie yep. and now I'm back to make it. So let me try my best to make this third film because this is volume three and that's going to be it. Yeah. And I need to try to do something. And I think there are some parts of the movie that I mean, the movie's not perfect. There's some parts where of course, it's it's obvious that it's still a Marvel movie. It's obvious mm-hmm. that there was a covid pandemic in the middle of all the production and writing and everything. It was obvious that James got fired and then rehired. I think there's some moments where it's super easy to see. Well, obviously, you didn't have all three movies completely planned out. And yeah. I had to take and and you had to account for Infinity War and Endgame and all these things. Right. You know, like. Uh, Peter Quill's character takes a step back in those movies from his progression. So it's hard to like make your character grow when those other movies are making him literally take steps backwards. Right. He's the one that caused Thanos to do the thing like that. That wouldn't have happened in a Guardians movie with the story he was telling. But besides all that, like, I think there was just such an effort. It can tell uh, like an effort. And you know where one of the things, the one of the places I think it comes. I've been watching interviews. James Gunn storyboards himself, his whole movies. That's good. That's really that's good. huge. Yeah, that, that helps is a lot huge. With the vision. Besides the fact that he writes and directs everything, which is already big, mm-hmm. that barely happens in the industry because it's a her, her, Herculean task to do. He also storyboards the whole thing, which is why there's just so much room for so much comedy and levity and like smart, cool takes, I think, yeah. because he does that. But like storyboards, the whole thing. Can you imagine? That's crazy. Before you even get started. And I just saw somewhere he's storyboarding actively Superman right now. So he's still doing that. He's still he's a writer, director, and he sits down and he maps out the entire film. Crazy. That's why he is who he is. Right. That's why he's so good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And like you said, this movie isn't perfect and i don't want to like entirely sing its praises it's it it, in its core it's another marvel movie but it feels like uh, like you said i think you put it really well it's a good sequel it feels like what two should have been where it's like 
The characters yeah. are growing, they're evolving, it's building off of what we've established before, and it's moving the story forward, which is hilarious because it's like bare minimum of what a sequel should do. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But and we're you over know, here you, like you, praising it because it's been so dry in Marvel. You finished a storyline? <laughs> oh. But just and, and just to get into the freaking movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I think one of the best parts was that opening. Super funny, super inventive. Mm -hmm. It's it's Kid Groot dancing to a song yeah. while they're all getting their butts kicked. And then when this this movie, when it started, it starts with creep. It starts with a baby rocket fading into a, an adult rocket, walking through nowhere, seeing his best friend getting drunk, see, wondering whether he deserves to be alive yeah. while they sing creep. At first, when this movie started, I was like, what is this? This is not volume two. And then by the ten, by the end, I'm like. This is not volume two. <laughs> you know, it's just like how I, I it might seem ballsy, but like it, it's that people don't do that. It was just, you know, it was really good. Yeah. I took somebody to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when their father was dying to try to get them relaxed. We're bad call. <laughs> <laughs> Old man Ram in the chat. Thanks for stopping by. All of you can stop by at twitch.tv slash try this cast and let us know how you traumatize your friends <laughs> <laughs> wow wrong call and and then old ben ram are you gonna tell us and then to make it up to that somebody you took them who their dog is uh dying you took them to gardens of galaxy 3 is that uh why that dog because they probably don't have a pet raccoon marcus just say yes and to my joke yes the, the dad's die the dad's dying in the second one and the dad dies in the movie pet dies in the third one and raccoons an animal it's a friend dies not a pet a friend people people okay let's get it let marcus let's get into it how did you feel about guardians 3 completely focusing on rocket completely taking up and finishing up his story because that's what this movie's about right yeah that's the that's the bread and butter of this film rocket how do you feel about Rocket? How do you feel about the movie handling it? And how do you feel like where it went? I thought it was great. I, I feel like with Guardians of the Galaxy, you really want to touch on all of the hearts, right? Like that's that's mm -hmm. the whole thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. These this band of misfits gathered together. They each have a tragic backstory and you want to dive deeply into that. And I don't think that as a trilogy, they did a great job diving into all of their backstories. But I do think that they tried their best. And I think that we with Guardians of the Galaxy 3, it was kind of nice to see them really hone in and tell Rock, Rocket Raccoon's story because I yeah. think he deserves it. And if you're going to have a final film, I think of all the characters, he definitely deserves it most. Maybe. No, I agree with you. In hindsight, you do all these sequels and each one's a different character, right? Yeah, and you for like sure. Get you group gets a movie mm -hmm. and he said so in interviews, like he wished he could have done that. Right? Yeah. But, but I, I think the amazing thing about this movie, uh, just to get off tangent tangent again is everyone has an arc, whether it be some are smaller, some are bigger. Yes. And this is rockets movie. Gosh, that was the most impressive thing to me. Somehow he, this big cast of characters from, from Sean Gunn to Mantis to Drax to Nebula to Cosmo to Gamora to Groot, 
all of them had a little something to get from the beginning to the end and they were changed by the end like it yeah. was like something happened like like just the small things of like drax realizing he's not just a destroyer he's a father right like mantis realizing she's always lived for someone else not for herself nebula finally being like wow i have family and friends mm-hmm. that i care about like it's it all works so much but gosh i think you you questioned it but i think you're right i mean rocket's been one of the core members there wise smacking and talking the whole time but like he hasn't had anything besides like one outburst about who he is and like we get all of it i was so surprised we got really happy the whole thing from beginning to end and it didn't feel dumb it didn't feel like an origin story it didn't feel like shoehorned in no it felt important it felt super relevant to what was going on. It was like, this is a Rocky Raccoon movie, and that is more than okay with me. You know, it did feel shoehorned in. Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. You know what's so funny? <laughs> Have you played yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy video game? No, should I? So there's been two it Guardians looks so of the Galaxy much like, video games. It looks games. so much like the movie. I was like, do I need to play that? There's been two Guardians of the Galaxy video games. One was the Telltale game, which was fun and cute. And the other one was more recent, which was like, I think it was like it was the Spider-Man PA. game, right? And it was really, uh, I mean, in terms of it, it was a superhero game. It's like the Spider-Man game. No, it was more like that Avengers game, right? Yes, yes. But it was, you play as the Guardians of the Galaxy and you go on a space adventure and it is fantastic. It is so much fun. It's like, it's kind of repetitive. It's not the best game in the world, but like if you can pick it up for like 15, 20 bucks, it's totally worth it because it's, if you like Guardians of the Galaxy, if you like the vibe, it's just, you get to go on a side quest with them. And it's fun. No. But they you, they you go into the backstory. Of, you fight Fing Fang Foom. Of, of all the characters, they do a little bit like like this movie where it went a little bit into every character. They do that Fing same Fang thing. <laughs> they fight Fing Fang Foom in space. It's hilarious. It's it's a really, really good time. And I feel like certain things about that game, Adam Warlock's in the game. And it's a big plot around Adam Warlock and all that. And I feel like it was kind of upsetting to see Adam Warlock done so perfectly in the same vein as the films because the game feels exactly like the films mm-hmm. in that game and not done even like half as good in this movie. Crazy. I mean, you can I I think it was just obvious that throughout all the stages of production, this was an idea that kept getting dangled and teased yeah. and dangled and teased. And maybe they thought it would be an end game thing. Maybe they thought it would be a different part mm-hmm. of something. And then it just felt like it needed to be paid off. He was just, I'm not an Adam Warlock fan. I, I'm no not, one I'm is. not like, a. okay, cool. <laughs> sure. But like his whole shtick is he's guardian of the soul gem. And they've stolen that from him. Yeah. So, like, why else is he there? Yep. And I think it's this was fine. It was having a little side story to have someone just be there basically as a deus ex machina to start mm-hmm. our movie and end our movie, <laughs> yeah. basically, is fine. It's just I think they knew we were expecting something. We were expecting something. They set it up like it would be something. And then without devoting the whole movie it could have been a whole movie about like what adam warlock is doing or it could have it just there wasn't room for it and i'm glad we didn't get more i'm glad they didn't push more so if anything if we had to get him i'm glad it was so small and just a little stupid thing but it wasn't good but it was pointless it wasn't it was just pointless he he had no reason to be there it felt just like you said shoehorned in 
And it was not that I'm disappointed because I don't think anybody cares about Adam Warlock. Yeah, not really. But even I honestly, you know what they could have also done? And that would have been just as satisfying. What? Just have him at the end of the movie as like a like Rocky Raccoon is putting a new Guardians of the Galaxy team together and he finds the egg or something like that. And it, he opens oh, it sure. and Adam Warlock is like just is a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of the movie. And it just, that way it has the same air of mystery. You're like, oh, shoot, they're finally revealing Adam and Warlock. It's almost a joke. <laughs> but it's a joke because yeah. like you're not actually going to get to see any of him. I feel like that would have right been a little better but i think what they got caught is they used adam warlock for the anticipate the the beginning and the like these part these beat these key beats of the film suspecting they would get to him more Mm -hmm. and then they were like "Eh, i don't think we're gonna get to him more (laughs) (laughs) yeah i wonder if there's like a longer version of the film that has more to do with him i don't even think there might be but there might not be i mean the whole he's a baby mommy shtick I mean, it's not not funny, but it's just like, OK, yeah, I mean, we're we're and we're pulling at that string already with Drax in that sort of like vein of humor a little bit, you know, humor wise. It, it feels like it's pulling from a similar pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, OK, we don't need this like shtick again. Yeah. That being said, the effects around him, well, mm-hmm. polar uh, fighting as him, the fighting at the beginning, it was cool. It looked cool. Yeah. Like I was, it was, it was nice to have someone that strong messing around, right? Yes. Because like that was one cool. of the thing about the Guardians of the Galaxy is like sometimes it feels a little lower stakes because everyone's on the weaker side of things, mm-hmm. which I actually like. I, I like that. I, it feels more grounded. Like Peter's is just a dude running around with a couple guns. You know, and like Drax is like pretty strong and Gamora is like really good at fighting. Right. Like, yeah, but but like having a person that's basically Superman show up at a point or two, that was exciting. It was thrilling. Like I wasn't too mad at it. It's just, again, wasted opportunity. It felt like. Yeah, I feel like with the power scaling of the way the Marvel Cinematic Universe works right now, it's really interesting because we a lot of the characters were dumbed down and weakened for overall movie. And then they're slowly introducing more and more powerful characters and it doesn't feel like they're being weakened. So there's this weird yeah. power gap where you have like Captain Marvel all the way up here. And then Scarlet like, Witch all the way up here. Scarlet Witch all the way up here. And then everyone else is kind of like here and lower. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, okay. So if we're going to keep introducing big bads that are super powerful, like how is anyone going to close this gap between these yeah, two? There's things? a couple of people like spinning the drain there, like Thor and Dr. Strange, but a lot of people feel low are the guardians, yeah. uh, Sp- Spider-Man. Thor feels kind of low. <sighs> yeah, he does. Doesn't he? I yeah. mean, in Ragnarok, he felt like he got stronger, but then got, I honestly, I do not want to talk about love and thunder at all. Fair. <laughs> Fair. It wasn't good. It was so not good. It was so, so interesting and so interesting that like the Guardians were in that movie and James oh, yeah, got had nothing to do with it. And then and then he left the team. Right. Yeah. Like how how would James have handled if Thor was still around? That would have been he fun. I mean, it would. Chris Hemsworth's great. I, yeah. No one dislikes Chris Hemsworth. He's awesome. But anyway, so we follow Rocket and we get this like deep backstory about Lila Teeths and Floor who are the other experiments at at the same time as him from the high evolutionary. And gosh, 
I don't know how I don't know Rocket's origin in the comics. I don't think it has to do with the high evolutionary. Maybe it does. I, I don't think does it has it? to do with high evolutionary. But it's the same ish thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. And I it works so well. I it astounded me that I was watching these scenes that were 95% CGI mm-hmm. with these characters, and it it hit every beat I wanted a beat to hit. It yeah. felt like a Pixar movie, dude. It was mm-hmm. on that level of like pristineness of like acting and character art and CGI and like award just for those scenes, just for that flashback. It was perfect. It was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. No, I agree. I have nothing I to think, say about it. I think they did a great job. I think those emotional beats were totally, totally worth it because you have so many of these movies that feel so cut and dry and like, yeah. look, you can argue that all those, a lot of those Pixar movies are very similar, but they make you feel something and that's honestly a lot of the reason you go to see a movie you want to feel something you want to have an experience and i feel like with a lot of the marvel movies you're not having that they're they're depriving you of that like emotional resonance with a film and so with this to have that it was it was great i i thought that they did a credible job with that i should cry in every marvel movie now oh marcus it was wild i cried like three or four times and when I was crying, crying, I wasn't crying. I was sobbing. I was <laughs> or crying as a new word. I was crying. Yeah, I was crying. I was crying very big. And Lexi was just looking at me like, "Are you okay?" And I went. <laughs> I was. It was crazy. Like how much it hit when they when they died. Did you? Uh, do you know who the voices are for all the other people? No, I don't. The other thing. Well, Lila, funnily enough, is. <laughs> Did he just cast his wife? No, no, no. We saw his wife, remember? No, I know. I thought he just double cast her so she could get two checks. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Why isn't it coming up? Am I in the the right? Cool. Maybe if I don't look at Guardians of the Galaxy 1, I look at Guardians of the Galaxy 3 (laughs) and I don't be an amateur on this podcast right now. Linda Cardellini. Oh, Oh, Darren said at the same time. I seem less impressive. Linda Cardellini is Lila. Teeths is that guy from taskmaster and he was also in sandman and he i forget his name asim chandri okay you know who i'm talking about asim yeah, Ch- yeah, chandri. Yeah, yeah 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 it's so funny because he he's a very good actor but when he was on taskmaster he played up being the doofus the whole time and it was so funny i love that dude he's mm-hmm. so funny and then floor is Judy Dench. Michaela Michaela Hoover. Oh wow. Just who's that? One of those girls that is popular for being very attractive. That's um, good. I can't I can't share my screen with you. You have to look it up. Okay. Got it. Look up Floor Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and it's just one of the most beautiful women ever. <laughs> it's just one of those women that's just like known to be beautiful. I I, I don't know what I don't know her from the anything except that. I'm seeing I just, a rabbit with teeth. And spider legs. So <laughs> uh, she is right? she is a beautiful hot. rabbit with teeth and spider hot. legs. Hot, hot, hot spider legged uh, rabbit. <laughs> it was just funny casting. Uh, but like everyone does such a good job. Yeah. You know, in that moment when they die and high evolutionary is tells Rocket what's happening, the moment they all pick their names, mm-hmm. the moment when Rocket has to turn and he shoots and he turns back and they're dead. Like it it just worked so well yeah uh, it, those those that that part one of my favorite moments in marvel ever it just really worked you know yeah i feel like it's so funny watching this movie and thinking about like we talked about earlier where 
where have we come from to get here? Like, mm. it feels like this isn't an, unfortunately, in a bad way, this doesn't feel like an evolution of Marvel films. This just feels like an evolution of James Gunn trying to do his best before he moves on to his next job. And that's, mm. it's good because we got a good movie out of it, but it does kind of hurt also because we might not get more Marvel movies like this. Yeah. I mean, I think Taika Waititi is done. Yeah. And he's done. And we might be losing Kang. Mm-hmm. And they need to. Oh, and Ryan Coogler, who made Black Panthers, done. Yep. And the Russo brothers are done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, the guy who made the Spider-Man movie is still around. And those are higher tier. But they're not the fun, inventive changing of the zeitgeist like all these other creators yeah. are right uh like they literally change what the marvel universe is you know yeah. spider-man movies fit in the marvel universe so they i think they're definitely looking for some more talent and some big hitters and yeah hoping to get some of those people you if know? you had to I, pick a director to direct marvel movies that hasn't yet like what are are there any that you're like i hope they after like because it seems like we're getting a purging of directors from Marvel. Yeah. Like we are well, losing I, I just a lot heard of their directors. They're, they're even changing some of the writers that have already written some of the stuff that are, we're going to write next stuff. Like the guy who wrote quantum mania was supposed to write King dynasty. And I think he lost the job. Oh, wow. I don't know who directed Dune. <laughs> Felipe, he would never direct whatever. Then uh, yeah. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, he would never do it, but I, I'd give him a Marvel movie. <laughs> I would give oh, him a Marvel Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele is my top. That yeah. is the one. The he guy would come in and do something. Jordan Peele. Just something. Zach Groger, who directed the guy from Wise Kids You Know, who directed Barbarian. Yeah. He would he could take Love over a Guardians of the Galaxy style. Or a new thing movies. from something well, we don't not know. Guardians right? of the Galaxy, but like he could do Marvel. Yes, he could yes. do a fun move a fun series of movies mm-hmm. um so martin scorsese <laughs> you just looked at famous directors martin scorsese hear me out uh, hear me okay. out okay i'm listening i'm okay. listening okay. he makes you just give him all the money and he makes whatever movie he wants sure. but at the end of it a superhero walks past like it has nothing to do with marvel it has nothing to do with anything but in the background you see spider-man swing by uh, oh would, yeah Extre- remember yes. he, uh, they were just remind us he's an extremely vocal hater of the marvel yeah movies. everyone's a hater until you shove money down their throat okay give him money he'll make his fucking movie and then put a superhero in it and it'll like help marvel's reputation immensely like yeah technically that's a marvel movie here let me help you out though with a, a good suggestion martin scorsese hold on wait before you continue martin scorsese howard the duck Bam, 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 bam. Okay. We haven't seen Barbie yet. Okay. Greta Gertwig seems like that would be a good get. Mm-hmm. She's made some very good films that I love quite a bit. And Barbie seems like it's the biggest thing she's done. And it's already like taking over the Mimi verse. Like people are saying, saying that is a little indie movie and it might make a crap load of money and be really fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. so with I think she's good. Yeah, in theory, they tried with uh, Chloe Zhao, give a prestige director the reins, and that uh, that was the Eternals. So I think you're right about Denis Villeneuve. I think that would be pretty good. Yeah, 
I think that'd be good. Also, Greta Gertwig, I actually stand by that one. I think that one's a really good one. And here's one. You ready for this one? Yeah. Hayao Miyazaki. Boom. Did you also look up best directors? <laughs> uh, no, best current directors. Nice. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, that would be my... Uh, I think my, my top two would be Denise and Greta. Who directed Hereditary and Bo is Afraid? Oh, Avi Aster? Ari Aster. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's what we should be looking for. A24 directors. A, put every A24 director. It'll be the Marvel pipeline. They go, they make their indie films. Ari Aster. Then they go to A24. They make an indie A24 oh, film. Dude. And then they move on to Marvel. Dude, dude, the Daniels. Yes, they would make the best. Give them Marvel the keys movie. to the whole kingdom. Honestly? They're the next Russo brothers. Give them the next yes. the keys to the kingdom. They would hate that. Put them. They would, they would. They would hate that. <laughs> Ooh, Bo Burnham. Yes. Now we're cooking. Now yes. we're cooking. Yes. Now we're cooking with steam. Now we're cooking. Ooh, ooh. Who who directed um, Killing of a Sacred Deer? Give that dude a Marvel movie. Yo, that lobster. Be tight. The lobster guy. Hold on. Yeah, that dude. What's that his also name? Also, No. That's not Darren Aronofsky, is it? Oh, Yorgos oh. Lanthimos. Yeah. Yorgos Lanthimos. Lobster, the favorite, killing of a sacred deer. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's what Marvel needs to do. Marvel needs to like, look, they're losing money. No one, everyone's complaining about Marvel movies now. Just go yeah. balls to the wall. Go crazy. Yeah. You know what I th- Yorgos I Lanthimos right. could direct? What? A Kazar Savage Land film. Just a weirdo, bizarre, like dinosaurs, just like a really cool story. I'm into it. L- David Lynch, get him in there. No, don't get David Lynch. They, we David, Lynch. David Lynch. David Lynch does not need to be part of David Lynch. Lynch would make the best Doctor Strange movie ever fucking made. No, Sam Raimi should no. have. David Lynch would have made the best Doctor Strange movie of all time. No one would have understood it. That's the point of Doctor. Have you read like eighties Doctor Strange? Like, You're right. The point is to not understand it Eighties Doctor Strange. Right. That, would that would be sick. That's not a good movie though. Nah, that's it's a, a great movie. movie. I'd fucking I watched that over right. and over again. Whatever. Are you done with your director talk? I'm sorry. I just got hyped. <laughs> it's okay. I feel like yeah, sometimes when you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it is like a yeah. Little, no, it's it's a little disappointing to like the future seems bleak. I mean, the truth is, you know. I had no idea who the Russo brothers were until they gave us two two of the best from Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's so it's so hard. Yeah. You know they're trying they're trying they're they're they Marcus they actively are doing what we're doing right now. They are sitting in a room saying like pulling up all no. the ones that won Oscars and thinking okay which one of these guys they just did it. One of the guys who was just nominated, one of the new darlings that won nominated an Oscar, he's top running for Human Torch. After Sun, the guy to who play, uh, got nominated for After Sun to play Human Torch. Yeah, that's not what um, we're talking about. Paul Meskel, who's no, but they do it the for world. all of these we're, things. You they and do it for I, all these things. We're talking about risks. <sighs> Corporations are risk averse. They are. They're just thinking like Kevin which, Feige is not. Which repetitive He's, fucking bullshit can we? What are you throw? talking? They gave Ryan Coogler Black Panther. Before that, he directed Fruitvale Station. Have you seen that film? Great film. Fantastic film. To direct Black Panther. No, but like not to perfect person to direct a Black Panther movie. Not the perfect person to be given a 
$200 million Hollywood Marvel blockbuster comic book superhero movie. That is a risk. They've been doing it. It's. I'm going to fight you back on this a little bit. Marvel, out of all the crap we give them, in the grand scheme of things, they used to take. They've risks. been pretty. They they've been pretty risky. They used. They've to been take the most risks. risky. They've been the most risky in the business, maybe ever. Yes, in sure. the in the superhero Hollywood blockbuster. Be. They had to be in the beginning, and now it now they're resting on well, their. Black laurels. Panther wasn't in the beginning. That was later. That was third but wave. Was, yeah, but it was also a new wave of like, we want to see more representation in film. So they had to take a risk in order to make that happen. Oh, we're just talking about James Gunn. There's James Gunn was third pressure. wave. Oh, God. I don't know. I, all right. You know, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know what's, well, you know who's, well. look at what, what do they have coming up? They have all this shit coming up. And I feel like. Marvels. I don't know. Other stuff like that exactly dc and james gunn are in a prime position to actually do something and to you talk about that now you want to talk about yeah that's sure let's james talk gunn? about that now yeah so go ahead please james gunn is moving over to dc to be the kevin feige of dc and Crazy. their future projects in the books right now are some exciting things that i feel like feels like guardians of the galaxy it feels risky well hold on a second honestly i i you like the lineup of things that are coming out for yeah, dc i do he's announced yeah yeah dc movies to come i feel like it still looks a little clustery and messy because they still have because they just had shazam come out they still have the flash coming out they still have aquaman coming out that stuff is messy for sure out. that stuff doesn't matter that's but what i mean that's like, not the new slate feel... of stuff you know what i mean that's sure. like old stuff that right, they have to have old. come out uh but honestly besides an amanda waller show and commando whatever i don't remember what it is so let me look we okay. have okay so we have like um superman legacy S- superman which legacy looks, which looks cool this star well it looks cool we just know james gunn's doing it sure. yeah <laughs> so, i mean james gunn doing it which seems yeah. sounds cool we have the authority yeah. which could be really good and it's that's another risk you know it's not a team that we're like used to seeing it's yeah but like why is that there like that's not a part of the dc universe that's not going to be a part of their collective is it is it a part, like, it's a part of dc universe now because of weirdness but originally it wasn't yeah like, are they going to release while they're rebuilding the dc universe with a new superman and maybe a new batman they're going to release a movie that is basically like the boys where it's like a it's a satirization of batman and superman yeah and it's gonna go well it could it's a risk it's like like what do you want right like you you're over here complaining i want them to start a new universe Marvel i want them to start re- fresh taking risk and then you're like okay dc here's what you need to do make i don't batman, want dc make to take superman risk. make yes <laughs> Aquaman, yes dude I, I don't need them to make risks i just needed them to make a good superman batman justice league movie that's boring i feel like that's how what many Marvel had to do at the beginning seen yeah but they're not at the beginning of they're not at the beginning anymore right no they are superman legacy is the beginning now. and if they go to the beginning they're gonna be down here no i know but but they're half doing it that's my problem superman legacy is he's gonna be 30 he's it's gonna be young it's gonna be the beginning that's it's the beginning yeah, if you're, you can't you, it's the you beginning. can't have you can't have your cake and eat it too you if you want to have guardians if you want to have thor ragnarok you have to do what marvel dc keeps getting this wrong they keep thinking they can do it backwards 
Marvel keeps showing you, you idiots, this is how to do it. You have to start small. You have to start at the beginning. You have to build it. I do think that they have to. uh, Here's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming they are going to. What's wait, wait, hold on. What's the brave and the bold supposed to be? No one knows. It's about Batman's son and his relationship, which I do like because that hasn't done been done before. But how are you going to have a young Superman and an older Batman? You can just do whatever you want. I feel and like that's it's at least they've been doing and it hasn't worked. No, they haven't been doing that. What they have been doing is making Fast and Furious movies set in the DC universe. Like they have oh. not been doing anything interesting or exciting. This is at least interesting. But but okay you're right but this is my theory on this stuff this is why i think marvel worked because marvel made a box that you can think out of dc ain't got no box so when you have a random thing that's weird and random and maybe it's cool like in a vacuum sure but guardians is so cool because it's standing next to the same world that milk toast captain america lives in it's the same world that's why it's crazy that's why it's so cool and good. That's why comic books are cool. That's what makes comic books cool. That's not what makes comic book cool. That's what makes superhero Marvel and DC comics cool, right? Because we've read random comics that have been fine, but the thing that makes superheroes Marvel and DC cool is that box. It's the box. It's being able to read Spider-Man and being like, and then you can go to Fantastic Four, true believer, and check this out, right? I see where you're coming from. Reboot. Yeah reboot everything start from square one but they can't That's keep rebooting saying. the same fucking characters and then when it doesn't work when it doesn't work what do you do again you reboot again you reboot well, again then they and do then what you want to do past. then they do what you want to do for 10 now. years this is no. them trying to we've had so many superman movies we've had so many batman movies marcus we haven't had that many superman movies how we've many had christopher reeve superman movies came out four in the 70s I, that's what i'm saying though it's like we've it's you're taking and then man of steel in 28 2008 and that's it you're only talking and we had batman for superman that's not a superman movie it, it has his name in the title it's not a superman movie okay 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 yeah uh-huh interesting interesting very interesting i just want to have a good version of the flash i'm sorry that's fine. I get that. But I think that can fit into this new universe. I I do want the universe to be connected. I think you're right. I think that would be really interesting to watch happen. Yeah. But I don't want I don't necessarily want to see Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman in the same way that they've been done a million times before. So getting a young Superman. But we've never is, seen that's them good. Be a little different. But we've never seen them. But good is subjective. Right, like no, it's not. Marvel's how many good. Thought Man of Steel was good. There's not a, good, a lot there's of a people. Good chunk of people. There's not a, good a chunk lot. Of people. Not enough. What's the audience score? I'm looking. I'm looking. Nick, I'm looking. Nick, oh, I want you. To, I want you to go back. Fifty-six percent audience score. Seventy-five percent. Okay, exactly. But audience is stupid. No, no <laughs> but that's where DC reigns supreme. DC has reigned supreme among audiences. Go back and listen to remember all the conversations that were happening when the four hour Zack Snyder cut of Justice League came out. How many people were raving about it? Right? Yeah. Like, sure. It, it, so it, it, it was successful. They had their chance. That's done. But I think they did it backwards. Done. I think that's done. And I think that if they're going to reboot it, 
stick. I think this is the best thing they could do without losing bajillions of dollars. Has stick no. everything else in an Elseworlds category. Start with no. these guys and see what happens. You're wrong. They're all wrong. Okay. Marvel prove the model. Just do the right model. But we're it's complaining about Marvel right now. <laughs> After 32 multi-million dollar successful films, we're splitting hairs. We agree. Marvel has crushed it. Marvel has done something that no one's ever thought anyone could was ever impressive. do, including us. It was very impressive. Steal the model. It's right there. They can't copyright that. But in a time where people are fatigued with superhero movies, you want them to just go and do the same kind of thing? Yeah. Go back it would 30 work. years? And just And just do it good? Yes. But good is like Avengers wasn't good. You go back and watch the movie, it sucks. Like, but it pleased. It did everything it needed to do at the time. Everyone the time. agreed they loved it, and it started something that continued to get to the point where we got Endgame, one of the coolest, most monumental movie moments in history. Right? In my brain, what this feels like you're saying to me is, you're yeah. a new comic books company starting out. Yeah. You want me to make Avengers like uh, my superheroes like the Avengers were in the beginning because that's how you have to start. Like old time you know what i mean that's what it kind of feels like i know it's not the same no, because it's only 30 yeah, years well, versus sure. like 100 years but that's kind of what it feels like you know what i'm really saying you know what i'm like truly honestly saying i'm not saying they have to do it like marvel you don't need to do all the films and then add them all line up i am saying you need to share a universe like marvel that yes, is what I'm i saying. agree what i'm really saying and i think honestly once i say this you're gonna be like oh i, I agree is they need to just take uh justice league unlimited and that universe and take that tone and take that energy and take that sensibility and put it on the screen 100 percent agree that's it that's really agree. what i'm saying that's what i'm really agree. actually saying give me live it action justice league unlimited you won me over i'm here you can just league unlimited starts with justice league it worked yeah it perfectly worked yeah and then you can spin off from there totally yep it's just it's just they gave it you know what it is i i think they just i think they just gave it to the wrong dude i like Zack snyder as a person you know i don't even hate him as a filmmaker you know i like sucker punch i like some of his That's movies true. i really I, I like his sensibilities it's just it, it, it they didn't know they don't know what they want because they want to keep making different kinds of batmans and i think elseworld movies are cool make a joker on elseworlds make a an authority on elseworlds like i think that's totally fine it's just i hope you know what it really is I just feel so bad for all the weight and all the pressure that is on Superman Legacy. Yeah. You're right. If that movie sucks, they might fire him on the spot. Yeah. They're like, yeah. we don't want Zack Snyder again. Boom. You know? Yeah. And, like, he has so many people to please. But it sounds like what he's doing is like what James Gunn always does. He's like, look, I'm going to go make a movie I like. And that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. And that's why it's worked, right? Yeah. The moment you try to please everybody, the moment you make a bad, the moment you make a bad movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like Justice League is symbolic of that. They made Justice League to please everyone and it pleased no one. The Joss Whedon cut, right? Yeah. So I feel like he's he's in a tough position because I bet oh, you, yeah. even if you wanted to scrap all these projects, they're like, no, you can't because we spent money on them. So you have to. You can tell the way them. he talks about them, right? Yeah. You can tell the way he talks about them. He's like very nice about them. Yeah. You know, but not in a like, I know what's happening kind of way mm -hmm. in a 
I'm trying my best here. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like. exactly. And I'm so sorry because of my rap, because you did not get to say everything that was on the slate. There's Superman Legacy. There's the Authority. There's the Brave and the Bold, whatever that means. There's Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. There's Swamp Thing. Excited about Swamp, Swamp Thing. Thing. They've been trying to make a Swamp Thing movie for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, but if dude. they can make it happen, I'm in. It could be cool. Uh, television. I didn't realize until now that Creature Commandos was a television show. Yeah. Television, they're making Creature Commandos. A Waller show, mm-hmm. uh, which I love Peacemaker. I Peacemaker I didn't was so it. great. Oh, I didn't finish it. It was so good. It was I, a little. It was too irreverent for me, mm. which I think is fine. I didn't dislike it. I, I like the it. characters. This list also says Lanterns is getting something. Oh, this also says Paradise Lost, which is a Wonder Woman TV show. Yeah, this says it's to do a like prequel. a Game of Thrones style wonder woman show listen if it connects and that leads into being able to be borrowed and everything i think that's really cool that's yeah. a cool way of thinking about it that is the marvel model right like trying to do something just a little different but make it make sense right yeah like that feels like what they did with namor and what they did with like captain marvel and like it, it like feels that way and booster gold which obviously james gunn booster is gonna make booster gold, gold. yes i love booster gold so much i hope they don't drop the ball but, yeah. but right now you can tell he's really yes. focusing on Superman. Here's my thing with James Gunn. Under James yeah. Gunn's leadership, I I and I Peter am, Saffron, I am optimistic that I will get to see weird stuff. That's my favorite part yeah. about comic books. Comic books are weird. I don't yeah. want to watch Captain America punch Nazis all the time. That's boring. But space yeah. Nazis, yes. Just give me something weird. Give me something strange. Yeah. I'm like I'm I'm into it. And so it has un- a lot of heart, right? Exactly. So under him, That's it feels like, okay, at. we could get a good booster gold. We could get like to see some of these more like interesting characters that don't get a lot of sunshine. You know what I'm super interested in? We've I we've never gotten a normal James Gunn movie. Like, I think no matter what, I hope James Gunn's never forget he's James Gunn and he makes a James Gunn movie. Right. I really hope that <laughs> Captain America hates France. Look, I like Captain America hating Nazis. That's fine. But I do want I meant in terms of nuance. I want more nuance from my from my superheroes. Listen, when the Ultimate Universe came out and it was like um Captain America is kind of a racist. It was like, "Oh, of course it would be." I I liked that. The Ultimate thought experiment? Universe, yes. But it the be, thought experiment is so fun. The whole thing fell apart to being just like edge lords on top of yeah. edge lords. I love those thought experiments, which is why I love Elseworlds. It's why I love other universe stuff. But yeah. at the end of the day, I do want I do want my Captain America to be Captain America, right? Yeah, like that that is true. Yeah. Uh, but but what I was saying was James Gunn. I've never seen him just make a movie, right? Right? I don't like, think he uh, necessarily has an interest in doing that. That's fine. But like su- Superman, James Gunn seems to me like the person from all his interviews and all his talk. He seems like the person who is so reverent not a reverent reverent to the source material like he is weird and quirky because he respects and loves the comic book so much mm-hmm. like the way he talks about superman and comics and all this stuff it seems like he has a deep deep i just watched him say his 10 favorite comic book movies and some were like weird and yeah a little obscure like old boy and american history x and things like that but some were like christopher Reeve's superman and it's like i think he love superman like the way yeah. we do like you love superman like you hate you love all these weird things but like superman as he is as superman like when superman is just doing the superman things mm-hmm. you get a kick out of it because mm-hmm. you're a comic book fan right mm-hmm. i think he's that so i think i don't think he's gonna tone his things down 
I think his approach is just going to feel so new. That's what really is exciting to me because it's not going to feel like he's putting himself in a box. It feels like all that creative energy is going to just go towards a different tone, a different realization. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's why I'm most excited because he's never made that kind of movie. Right. Yeah. You're right. You know? Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe it'll be really, really Guardians of the Galaxy. And we'll be like, ah, cool. But that's not what we wanted. Cool. Wow. They I didn't need Superman to say fuck. Uh, cool. Oh, there's like a weird monster. That's now his best friend. OK, Um, whatever. Oh, Glorb Glorb is the planet he's from now. OK. Uh, all right. Like it could go that way. It could he go is James way. Gunn. It could go that but way. But I don't think it will. I really don't. I think he respects the material too much. And based on everything yeah. he's posting, he's been like really like beholden to superman and his legacy it feels that way and really interesting that he wrote or he produced uh brightburn which was a oh yeah take at remember they wanted him to do superman mm-hmm. six years ago yeah right before the controversy of that made him do suicide squad right yeah but i think and he said no yeah at the time i yeah. feel like though they were like focusing on edgelordy stuff yeah 100 yeah. percent. but gosh i mean he got the keys to the kingdom if you got the keys to the kingdom, you just want to make a great Superman film. Yeah, right. I agree. So anyway, that's our uh, big talk on James Gunn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our tirades about Marvel and DC, which honestly, I think are really interesting. Yeah, Old Man Rom, that is from the Ultimate Universe. Uh, I've read most of that up until like Ultimatum, where it got like super, super bad, crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, did you see all the ta- I don't think I've talked to you about this. Have you seen all the talks and the the rumor mill and all the things about Fantastic Four. I am staying away from it until I have official knowledge. Too close to home. Yeah, because I like Fantastic Four a lot. So I, I and honestly, I don't care. Like any news that comes out, I think will be. Did you fine. know it could change the next day? Exactly. Also. Yeah. Like, what am I going to get I my hopes you? up about this person if it doesn't matter? Because this is a podcast, we need content. Can I tell sure, you yes. who is? Can I tell you who's right now in the top running for the thing? Who? Well, for a while, it was Jason Siegel. Mm-hmm. But it's if he digs, then, right? Okay, well. You, you just, <laughs> all right. End the podcast. I don't what I'm trying here, okay? Like, I don't. I, I was obviously now, setting now, it up. I was, okay, I was giving yes. you a clip. I yes, was giving yes, you a yes, clip. Yes. I was giving you the clip. Okay, no, it's, no, wait, it's gone. Clip. No, wait, wait, clip. Wait, no, it was a clip. perfect clip. Perfect you could have you could have monetized it. You could have had everyone talking about it in the comics about what they thought about who the thing was. But no, 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 it's fine. You knew it. It's cool. And right. wait, anything else about you got to end the clip with a Guardians of the me, Galaxy. What do you guys think about Guardians? <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three. Uh, love the High Evolutionary. Really like the organic planet. Fun Nathan Fillion cameo. I really thought Mantis was the best she's ever been. She was so powerful and I loved her arc. And I really loved how much Nebula was the mom of the group. Anything else about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Marcus? No, nah, that's it. Honestly, props to High Evolutionary. Um, he was but, very good. but about the thing, I I do have opinions <laughs> on it. I just wanted to get to, I didn't want you to do a whole long thing about leading up to the reveal that, it, that you're talking about that podcast i am trying to like give you stuff <laughs> well now we get to the meat the the meat there's not a clip that i was trying to help you. Yeah. Nah. please tell me what you think are you excited about the no, meat you, meat what do you think about tv dicks because i wonder what you think and then i'll tell you I brought it up. Obviously, I love the V Diggs. Like he's like, uh, I gave you Blindside on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I Great follow his career. I'm really excited to watch uh, 
Snowpiercer. I just haven't had the time to check that show out, but he's the lead in that. And I like what he stands for. I I was just reading. I didn't realize that I didn't realize he was half Jewish uh, and mm-hmm. that his name, David, is just the phonetic pronunciation of the Jewish way to say David. Mm-hmm. from the bible and that's yeah. like wow that's so interesting and that i want to know more about that that now. would be and I great think, you know the character yeah i i've never seen him as that character i've never seen him as that kind of thing but like and i don't know if it works but like i love him as a performer so i'm willing to give it a shot better than the last rumor who was Mila kunis here's where i'm at i don't better than Mila kunis we're gonna have a conversation about race because when you think about the fantastic four and you think about who everyone is marvel they might they might do it but it doesn't seem like they would cast multiple minorities in the fantastic four i think they should makes sense but a lot of times they're not brave enough to do stuff like that right so it's like we change one character we did our job exactly that's their mentality about it so if we're getting one i want it if we're getting like one form of representation i want it to be in reed richards mr fantastic agreed that's where i want it i also accept invisible woman i don't want it on the guy who's on fire all the time and that seems problematic and i don't want it to be the guy who's made of rocks the whole time i think that david diggs could tell an interesting story i think that's really great but it does feel like there's this thing there's already a, a trope and a stereotype in the community about casting minority characters in things where their race is taken away from them the monster the alien starfire and titans like yes the, or the soul other... the movie was that what it's called yeah soul, soul yeah. yeah he was just like not a black man the whole movie taking the people that have been othered and make them the others exactly in these properties i yeah. agree yeah you're taking away their identity you're taking away the thing you're taking away the thing that makes it them and then you're the, the movie no longer becomes about that. And in a weird way, yeah. they're still a monster just for a different reason. Yeah. So I, I really don't. I do think he's a great actor. I do think he could do it. I don't necessarily want him to be the thing. But better than Mila Kunis. But better than Mila Kunis. I don't believe all the rumors of that stuff, but it was rumored hard for a minute there. That's crazy. Saying. That's crazy. Hey, somebody! All that could have happened is one said, "Say, hey, how about my Lacunas is a thing," and Kevin Feige slapped them across the face, right? <laughs> but that's enough. That's enough to get in the room. Was now. it an AI? Are they testing AI generated? Oh, they might scripts? be. They totally could be. Oh, we should do a we should do a bit a YouTube video about AI generated fan castings mm-hmm. and see how we like mm-hmm. them. That sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Okay. Uh, but uh, honestly, I'll just forever never forgive any of them because i think whenever the rumor was dev patel and the fact that he's not doing it i thought he was perfect he's still my number one choice is he not doing it read confirm that he's not in the, he's not in the rumor mill anymore mm. but the rumor you know, mill changes not, it, it, it it said Dev patel at one changes point a lot. Right? it says mil kunis yeah. so it, it did like three weeks ago it really really did so we'll see what happens <laughs> but so, yeah we'll see crazy we're not farther along with that i really thought we would have been by now really thought we would have had casting Really thought there would have been a post credit sequence by that for that yeah. at some point. Really thought we would have been there by now. Right now, everything's up in the air, man. I think oh, that because of Kang, because Kang. of Kang, everything is everything's so up, up in, the in the air. I think that we saw some really interesting things. I feel like I've heard a lot of like comic book people talk about like different ways that they could just 
undo the whole Kang thing and replace it with Doom pretty easily. And so I feel oh. like we we could maybe see that. I I wouldn't mind getting a Doom before we get Fantastic Four. That could be interesting. Oh. Like we get Doom huh. before Fantastic Four because of time travel shenanigans. But sure. we get we can still get the origin of Doom if you want to do it in the Fantastic Four. And then yeah. future Doom comes back and meets up with present Doom or something. Listen, I like I like the thought of having Kang as the next big overarching Me thing, too. but like Doom is my top choice yeah, out of same. any Marvel people to take on the throne mm-hmm. next after Thanos. Yeah. Or after Kang. Like his Secret War stuff, it was so cool. Exactly. And he's always been just one of the coolest villains. Mm-hmm. You know, really letting one of the smartest men in the world be the bad guy in the universe, but also having his own country and being it's so interesting. Yeah. Anyway, anything else about Guardians of the Galaxy volume 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 three? It was a good movie. Everybody was great in it, but it was a Marvel movie. So, you know, I'm higher. I'm higher than that than you. But like, I just thought it was so, uh, so tight, so funny. Like all the jokes really worked. It was really funny and it had so much heart. You know, it really it had so much heart. It had a lot of heart. The the camaraderie between they really freaking loved each other. Mm -hmm. And like they try to put that in some of the Avengers movies and and it works a little bit and they try to do it in the other superhero. There was a rocket and Peter and Nebula and Drax and Mantis and Groot love each other. Yeah. They were all ready to die at every single moment for each other. And yeah. you felt it and you saw it. And that was that's why it worked for me. It felt like family in a way God that in a way. Hold on. In a way that like Fast and Furious wishes that it could portray family. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And so many funny little jokes like Nebula and Mantis and Jax getting up to the ship as Peter leaves. And he's like, all right, we're out. No, we're here to save you. Damn. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, um. That was some of the things we liked from the D&D movie, like these big payoff jokes, right? Mm-hmm. Like it actually affected things and it's funny and stupid. Whoever did D&D movie could do a Marvel movie. It would still feel like a Marvel movie, but I mean, D&D did feel like a Marvel movie. Yeah. So I, you're not you're not far off. But that's what we were saying. We didn't want. Uh, they mm-hmm. did Homecoming. The writer did. The, who, the guy who wrote Homecoming was the same writer as the D&D mm-hmm. movie, who was also on Freaks and Geeks. Oh, yes. That person who's just like mysteriously written a million movies. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I would say that movie direction wise was better than the writing. So maybe you do get the game night people over to Marvel anyway. All right. Seriously, this time, Marcus, anything else about GOG volume nothing three? Nothing else. Great. A couple, 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 couple questions for you. Okay detective number one being marcus did you like this movie uh yeah i did like the movie um oh only other thing we didn't talk to is it's tracking to make a lot of money Budget yeah. was 250 box office 664 uh it might be the biggest uh, blockbuster of the summer which is huge Hell marvel yeah. needed a big win marcus would you recommend this film um i would recommend the film for sure oh yeah easy recommendation right it's just yeah. such an easy film but also a lot of heart and fun and you know mm-hmm. um do you think people need to be warned about the animal cruelty stuff? I've no, seen it. I've heard a discussion so. that. Eh. I, I think if you're the type of parent who brings your seven year old to a PG thirteen movie, sure. But yeah. you shouldn't anyway. So I that's feel on like you. I'm sensitive to that stuff usually. Everyone's sensitive to animal stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like yeah. I I wasn't I didn't feel anything. 
No. I mean, not I that I'm the barometer, like the right but like, yeah, 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 I felt sad. And Marcus, last question. Would you, would, will you watch another Guardians movie? Would you watch another James Gunn movie? And will you watch another Marvel movie? Probably yes to all three, right? Yes to all three. Yeah. For sure. We're, we're the problem. We're going to keep going. Yeah, we're the problem. Yeah. So because we want it to be good, but they don't care about that. They just care that they make money. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, even if there's a cool moment or two, these movies are worth watching, right? Yeah. You you get one cool hallway scene. It's like, cool. That was worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, Marcus, what are we doing next week, sir? Nick, I could definitely give you a good movie. Oh, for God. sure please do i could you know give how stressful you things are i wanted to give you evil dead rise because we said we were gonna watch it together and then we didn't watch yeah. evil dead rise Probably mostly my fault i apologize so i could give you evil dead rise but i haven't seen it so i feel like it's risky because it's a big chance you don't like it i mean i've taken risks on this podcast yes and or i could give you a movie from dead the rice. year 2000 <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the I year loved, of our film savior. But I don't remember if it was good or not. I, what? You know what, Nick? I'm going to go with Evil Dead Rise. Let's watch Evil Dead Rise. I want to watch it. I want to talk about it. I'm worried that there might not be a lot to talk about. But let's watch it. There'll always be something to talk about. And let's see what happens. <laughs> All right, fine. Next week, we will be doing Evil Dead Rise. But in the meantime, you can join us at patreon.com slash cast to join the conversation. Help us decide on what our try will be next month. Voting is up right now. And you can also join our Discord and join the conversation. And if you can't do that, you don't have any money. That's totally fine. You can still totally be a fan. Just let us know you like the show over at Spotify or iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Give us a chicken recipe. I don't care. Just interact. It helps us a lot. You know how this stuff works in the in the YouTubes, in the comments. Get at us. Yell at us. Love us. Whatever. Interaction's great. We love it. Thank you so much. See you next time. <laughs> Yay! Hey, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you. And remember to send me your Homer Simpson AI cover song edits. Good night. I'm sorry. That's who I am, baby. I'm a mean man. Mean mugging all the time.